0: Down to business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk.
1: I'm here in uh, West Clare, West North Clare, actually, at Saint Tola Cheese, and that's the sound of goats that you can hear in the background and they're not just any goats, Uh, their their cheese has won almost every award known to man, that cheese can actually win. So here in Clare, just out of the burn, at St. Tola Farmhouse Cheese, I'm delighted to be joined by Company Director Siobhan Garvey. Uh, Siobhan, you've taken this business from a local industry to an internationally recognised brand Tell me how all this happened.
0: Uh, It didn't happen by accident. I think initially it happened by accident. Um... Probably, but um, it has taken over... Well, I've been producing and my team here have been 23 years on the farm. But prior to that, Megan, and Derek Gordon were the people who started off, first of all, with um, just 70 goats uh, producing just three tonne of cheese. That would be now um, over 25 years ago. So over the years, we have built up the herd uh, to 300 goats, milking 210, where we will be when the last of them have kidded, hopefully sooner rather than later. And I suppose what has been key to it has been... um, the quality of the milk that the goats produce, and, and thus then the quality of the cheese and the provenance of the cheese. Because yeah. as you see, especially today, we're in a very wet part, peaty part of North West Clare, but it gives some very flavoursome grass and hay that you can see here that's got lovely clovers and buttercups that gives fine quality milk, that gives us great cheese. And we've been very fortunate in the support we've got, not just at home in Ireland, but abroad for what we do here, producing a genuine artisan cheese.
1: Well, I can tell you it is genuine, folks. So we're in what a, a, a non-agricultural person like me would call a hay barn. It's split into two. Uh, so you might describe it, so on the left here on the left these goats, who are these?
0: Yeah. So on the left here we have our nanny goats that have kidded, so we've a mixed herd we've the lovely white goats and goats the, and the British Alpine and Taggenberg. and you can see some of the kids that have been born, even one just this morning very tiny white one in the corner yeah. sleeping away
1: So the herd size then that we are at the moment is what?
0: We're, we're now milking 150 goats but okay. we'll be up to 210 when the last of the last 60 milk, then we have, we have 10 pucks, they're the daddies for the Non-farmers who don't understand this language. Fellas like me. Yes, and then we have uh, we keep on about 50 to 60 kids every year uh, that we breed from the best of our best of our own making goats, and they then will start kidding in year two. So oh. overall 300, which to you, being um, f- from City Slicker, might think that's a big herd. But that's actually quite a small herd. Um, we produce milk. There were much bigger goat farmers that just produce milk that they send to the processors, like some Glenisk and that. They,
1: they seem to be like a... A lovely placid type of animal. Yeah,
0: yeah, people are people are surprised, I suppose they're one of the most placid of the four legged animals, and they're very placid and homely, and you can see they're in a lovely bed of straw. We put down fresh straw every day for them. Um, they're animals that are quite easy to herd. Um, you don't they um, they follow you onto the fields when they go out in the summertime. And many um, many farmers who have animals like horses and that they they actually have goats with them because goats have a very calming effect on other animals. So they are very placid for full of personality and very much react to Tinder loving care. They love to be handled and touted and that. And I suppose like us humans, the more you look after them, the more they look after us by giving us fine quality milk.
1: I can also say, Siobhan, that we're not far from the Cliffs of more here. I'd say Mary, many an American tourist who was at the Cliffs have kind of wandered their way down to to talk to you and and see what's going on here at this farm.
0: Yeah, very much so Um, because we're on the main road coming from Shannon and Bunratty going to the Cliffs of Moher we're just off the main road and we had a signpost on the main road but that was actually for delivery trucks coming and going, this is maybe with the last 15 years but of course when tourists like the Americans were coming to the Cliffs of Moher uh, or whoever, when they'd see the sign they'd just stroll up to us you know and uh, they'd stroll in to see I suppose they thought we were kind of like an open farm but um, after a few groans, few times because we have been in the middle of hands inside mixing curd or feeding goats I said we should harness this so we have developed uh, like a tourism experience here on the farm so uh, tours book in advance and they come to see what we're about and they're absolutely delighted to get onto a farm because even people in, a lot of people in Ireland don't get the opportunity they love the goats and love taking selfies with the goats and I have to drag them away to taste the cheese But as you can see, the goats are so adorable and the kids are so adorable. So tourism is a very important part here of North Clare and of West Clare. And I'm part of the um, Geo Park Eco Tourism Network. Great organisation. Yes, we're all about sustainable tourism. And we're very fortunate to have the Cliffs of Moher, which attracts the people. But we're getting them to come and stay longer and be aware of the environment they're coming to and so that it will be there long term not just for the immediate tourists but for future generations as well which is very much what St. Tola is about as well. Now here we go, we're feeding the goats you can hear it all
1: happening here listen to that whoa this is very exciting
0: this is the mixed feed this is like their, the, the dessert the healthy stuff at the nutrients they get very excited when they get this twice a day after they've been fed the fresh straw. Wow. Good girls. You're going on top of one another together, don't
1: you girls? Now I'm inside the production here at Centola Cheese. I've, I'm properly suited and booted. I've got my white coat on, my hair net, and I'm looking at all the cheese production. Oh, look at this. Now, what's happening here, oh, Siobhan? So
0: this is where we're separating the curds and whey. So the milk has come in, um, into the cheese house. Yeah. We've added into the tank here, so it's been pumped in as you can see. So at this stage, we're like little Miss Muffet, is where we add our starter and our rennet. Right. So this is where we separate, we leave it overnight, and then we have the lovely curds on top and the whey on bottom, and we have drained off. Here we've poured it in so that here we have the curd and the whey now has been drained off into the pipes back out that we put into a holding system so we've a few different stages gone here here's the very fresh card which is yeah. day one so this is a bit like um a bit like you would say a spreadable cheese our saint told divine cheese right. but then we put them into moulds. okay i see the moles now yeah this is the drainage oh wow Little on molds, yeah. so they're kept here. You can notice now in this room is slightly warmer. Yeah, this is one of the little secrets of Saint Olaf. It's kind of a control of temperature. And how
1: long temperature. does this stay in the mold then, in from this, from, the, from coming in the back door here on the farm?
0: So this went into molds today, and it'll be kept at this room temperature for forty eight hours. Then it'll be taken out, like. Um noelle is doing here yeah so it comes out of the mold this now is the one of the stages of our saint tola karst. so we do it, a technique it's called buttering the cheese not putting butter on the cheese she's taking it out of the mold and then she's smoothing down the edges with, with a knife
1: so each yes, knife, each, each individual, individual piece.
0: each individual piece has to be smoothed down with a knife to get an even. To get an and even. Yeah, I can see the end yes. result is really, yes. really nice, yes. and it makes all the difference, yes. doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it sure does. It's the finished product, and this is the kind of age, Because sometimes people are surprised, think we just person is switched and it goes through shoots and molds and just all comes up but this is a genuinely yeah. handcrafted cheese and from these little babies then we actually got Saint to cast we wrapped them up into into a food grade charcoal oh i see yeah you can see some of so them this here. is the black
1: outer coating this,
0: yeah so this is a vegetable ash right. so it's burnt vegetables it's a french technique for preserving the cheese wow. so um it keeps the cheese dries out as it matures as in the the way it evaporates, the moisture evaporates. But with this coating and our Saint Tola castor, our Saint Tola ashlog, it keeps the cheese in, it keeps the moisture in for long. It keeps that nice, fresh flavours. We also make um, a Greek style cheese. We haven't made that yet because we're short milk. Sorry, Carmen. We're we just lock milk. somebody Absolutely. in the cold room. <laughs> That's poor Carmen, but she's out, she's used to that.
1: Now, the final bit that we need to do, Siobhan, which is probably one of the most important bits, is we need to taste some cheese. Well,
0: we so on, let's we'll go and do some. that. Definitely very important. <laughs>
1: out on a beautiful board here. In front of us lies Santola Original, uh, Centola uh, Mild and Velvety. Oh yes, these are really, really nice. So again, I can see the ash covering around the outside of the cheese, the original log, and uh, some nice Cars water biscuits, which I'm going to put a little bit of cheese on.
0: It's a jelly, a savory jelly. Lovely green oh, colour. look at the green on top of the white, yeah. it looks gorgeous. So that's our fresh divine cheese, that's our, our, our freshness of about cheese. course. Mm. Oh. And um, then we do the varieties. So what do you make of it? Do you taste a bit of North and there? It is
1: absolutely beautiful.
0: Thank you very so much. So creamy. Yeah.
1: Lovely and salty, the jelly, the jellywood that yes. actually just, just yes. enhances the flavour. Uh, gives a kick to it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. gorgeous.
0: People are surprised. Us. Like you said there, it's the creamy texture of it. So it's kind of like an ice cream texture as mm. opposed to in the more processed cheeses that goes through machines and pipes. It is a more paste, like a paste type texture, but ours is very nice, light and fluffy.
1: Like to see a business like this, all self-contained from the animals out in the barn, the processing, the tasting, the marketing that you do, all just here as you say in this little spot in
0: North West Clare we yeah. really appreciate it take the time out of, come out to the big city <laughs> thank you Bobby great to be um, here me and the farmer like brother like sister getting all
1: I hand and blister me